Ladies and gentlemen, season five, episode five, Lance Briggs episode. This week we start off hot with talent coordinator coming in hot with another interview. This week we had Joey Molinaro of Barstool Sports. You've probably seen all of his sketches all over the place. He's a brilliant man, and it was a fun, quick interview. Hopefully we can get him back on a later date for a longer time. Then, of course, we got to talk about Monday Night Football. Got to talk about the Bears. This week's list is most exciting electric athletes. And then we got some MLB stuff. And then, you know, we're not too solidified on what else we're going to talk about, but we're going to let it rock and we're going to let it roll. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. Let's get it. You can come get me. Ladies and gentlemen, Joey Molinaro. All right, everybody. Season five, episode five, starting off with a hot interview with Joey Molinaro of Barstool Sports. So we ask three questions right away to everybody. Um, how tall are you? Six foot on the dot. Okay, so we're going to bump you up to about six four there. <laughs> and that's what we do for everybody, but we're going to say it's just for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that's that. Perfect. And uh, as somebody of six foot, have you ever dunked? Ten foot goal, nine foot goal. What, yeah. what, what are we talking here? You Ten? don't have to say what height it is at. <laughs> no, I've not. I uh, I thought there was a time in my peak athletic ness when I was fifteen that I thought I'd be able to, but then I fell off pretty quickly, and I never got I never got to slam at home, unfortunately. Well, you just answered our third question, so you must be a mind reader. So you must consider yourself a little bit washed up. Absolutely. You know, but I'm a, hey, uh, for, for a now 28 year old, you know, I'm doing an incline walk every day. <laughs> I may think, I may think about starting to jog in a little bit, maybe even get back to running at some point. So yeah, it's better than what I think a lot of, you know, guys my age are doing. Absolutely. We're just getting our steps in. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all you can do, man. You got to keep the chubby face away, you know? <laughs> I absolutely love the thinking about jogging and is like a positive reinforcement in your head. And it's just me 24 seven. Well, that's where the incline walk comes in. Cause if you bump that sucker up to like a 12, 12, 12.5 on a treadmill, you know, you're, you're essentially doing stairs. You know? <laughs> yeah. at that point, you're breaking a sweat for sure. That's, exactly. I mean, that's all you can ask for. All right, so what were your sports of choice while you were playing? I was a big baseball guy growing up. Um, and you probably, if you've seen some of my videos about, like, baseball dads or, like, Little League coaches. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of, insp- lot, of, lot of inspiration there from uh, me growing up in the day. So I, I was a big baseball player, spent my summers doing travel baseball all that. Um, but then in high school, it was not as cool to play baseball. So I played football <laughs> because, you know, 
the girls would wear your jersey and, uh, you know, they threw the best parties and all that stuff. So um, big baseball player throughout my life, but then I played football in high school too, and, and, and that was that was my favorite. Oh, my God. You hit it right on the head with nobody likes to watch baseball in high school. So the yeah, popularity I mean, contest is going to football. Right, yeah. You're not, again, like, you, you got you got chicks wearing your jersey, coming into the locker room after the game and you play football. And baseball, they're like, they didn't even know we had a baseball team, you know? So it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's tr- it truly it's a is a struggle. Job. Right. But your, uh, yeah, your baseball videos of the coaches like going, hey, come on, kid, come on, kid, let's go, kid, are just so spot on. Yeah, dude. I, like I said, I mean, from the time I was like eight all the way until I was 18, uh, my spring and summers and falls and winter, I mean, everything was just filled with, you know, dads who were kind of coaches, but were mostly dads who, you know, <laughs> knew what they were doing, but then in and just were, you know, kind of trying to have the contest to be who's the biggest jackass. And uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's where it all come from, you know. <laughs> Naturally, yeah. It's, it's always like that. Yeah, so that's, you know, I, I got a few football coaches in there, too, from high school and whatnot. But uh, a lot of the stuff I do, man, it's, it's inspiration from stuff that I've lived in my life. So, hey, you know, if you guys, uh, maybe maybe you'll see something up that uh, reminds me of you guys here coming up here shortly. Oh, we can't wait. We cannot wait for more of that. <laughs> you got you got me? Yeah, yeah. yeah you, bro- you broke up oh, for a second. Okay. But yeah, I like, Joe- I cut out there. My bad. But like Joey, your videos are like it's like almost like you're like the voice of the people. Like with the one video with uh, the bartender uh, during the holidays, working where you're like, oh yeah, I'm just picking up a couple shifts. You know, the wife and kids, wife and family are busy and stuff. Like it's just like you've become like the voice of the people because it's you're saying everything that we're thinking in those videos. Well, I I appreciate that, man. I um, you know a, a lot of a lot of uh, humor and, and and comedy. Uh, comes from you know what you can relate to and what you've lived and um, you know so that's just what I I try to be the most relatable and uh, reach as many people as I can by just being like oh I know that bartender oh I know that coach <laughs> you know I, I know that crazy uncle that type of deal so uh, yeah I appreciate it maybe I'll have to bring that to hey the holidays are coming up pretty pretty soon you know so maybe yeah. I'll bring that guy back out maybe I'll bring it back out oh the local bartender hands down one of my favorite <laughs> characters that you do hands down thanks buddy. <laughs> Yeah, speaking Thanks. of the skits, we love them all. We think you hit it right on the head. But um, who would be your biggest voice inspiration? In terms of impersonation? Yeah. Um, inspiration in terms of like what made me get into it? I'm yeah. sorry, well, I'm just trying to... Yeah, sort of like that. Or the person's voice that you heard the first time that you're like, I can do that really good and it would be hilarious at parties. Ah, okay, yes. Um, well, obviously, like, one of my biggest inspirations, uh, like Frank Caliendo, Dana Carvey, um, you know, Jimmy Fallon, just dudes who are known for like doing sketch comedy and, and impressions and things like that. But then the first one that I like realized that I should try to do and felt like I could do well was Andrew Luck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <he> fantastic. <laughs> yeah, before he retired, um, obviously, you know, he, I was in Indy and was working in the local media here and, and Luck was a quarterback, and there's a bunch going on with him. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta throw this out there, and uh, it, it, you know, it worked. You know, people, people took to it, and so I ran with that for a little bit until, you know, he decided that he didn't want to play football uh, anymore for whatever reason. And uh, so I bring him out every now and then, you know, still, but um, just because he's like, you know, he's my first love. He's like a baby, you know. <laughs> I gotta, 
I got to bring it out because I enjoy it. But um, yeah, I mean, I uh, he, he's the first one that I ran with was Andrew Luck. And that wouldn't be like one that people would think of right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know because like everybody, you know, like like Saban and uh, you no know, Collinsworth getting in there and like Cowherd and all those dudes came after. Yeah. Um, yeah. Andrew Luck was definitely the initial one that like that was my first semi like viral video definitely viral around Indianapolis. And then I think like, you know, somebody, there's a couple outlets that like picked it up and then tweeted it. One of my first or second ones I did of luck, but um, yeah, man, luck, luck was, it, it makes me so sad because like he was so fun to watch play football, but then also he just provided so much <laughs> comedy and humor because yeah. he's such a goofball. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I, I can't really do him that much anymore because he's just, he's just not really relevant, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that leads me into a question of, uh, so you were an indie guy. You loved following the Colts. You were in the media there. So what's with the diehard fandom to the Steelers over the Colts? Uh, no, I, I never, I never enjoyed following the Colts. I never, I covered the Colts for my job. Right. Uh, I did, I did. You know, I worked for the flagship station there, so I had to like be around it and and cover them. But uh, never been a Colts fan. Never, um, you know, you know, uh, followed them in that way. Uh, always been a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Um, my dad just, you know, he 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 grew up in Indy in the '70s, and the Colts didn't get here till the mid '80s. And you know, he took to the Steelers, you know, his whole life. So by the time the Colts got here, he was like, I mean, I'm already the Colts are no good. The Steelers are the Steelers, and like I'm already <laughs> in on this. So he uh, he he kept going with that, and he passed it along to to me and my sister, and and um, now her husband, and even. When, my wife likes to go to the games and have fun and everything. So it's a big part of our life, man. We're, uh, we're, we bleed black and gold. There's no doubt. That's awesome. That's a much better answer than me. Cause my name's Brady in Chicago and I'm a diehard was Patriots <laughs> fan, but obviously now bucks and nobody likes my answer. <laughs> wow. So you were literally, you were named after Brady, like Tom Brady. Um, I don't know if my mom knew who he was, <laughs> but I like to say so. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'd run with that, man. I mean, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah, that's what know? I say all the time. Everyone's like, that's a bullshit answer. I'm like, he's the best ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, trust me. Like, as big of a Steelers fan as I am, I full, I'm a big Tom Brady guy myself. I respect the hell out of him. I mean, he's, you know, we're, we get to watch history by watching him play, you know. So, uh, I'm, I'm all for Tom Brady, man. No, no harm, no foul there. Why don't we get him and Tomlin in the same QB room? Uh, uh, Coach Tomlin and Tom Brady? Yeah, that would be <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> Man, it would be pretty interesting television, that's for sure. That's They're what I'm saying. Wild inter- you know, both pretty wild personalities. Uh, I don't know if they'll ever be him wearing black and gold or, or Coach T, you know, going back and donning the Buccaneers uh, pewter and, and red or whatever down there. But, yeah, man, I mean, I'm all for a little mini series of Coach T and Brady for whatever reason. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Joey, while we're on the topic of the Steelers, have you, you know, we've talked about this before, you and I, through various DMs. Have you had the pleasure of meeting our hometown hero, Robert Spillane? Dude, I have not yet, man. You've hit me up about him. I know you know. Uh, oh, what's funny, though, dude, is um, I was in Pittsburgh for training camp. Yeah, I saw you were there like doing interviews. Yeah, for like three or four days. And um, me and my family we're down in what they call the strip district down there in Pittsburgh. And there's just like, you know, a strip with a bunch of different, Hey, a uh, strip with like a bunch of different shops and, uh, you know, restaurants. And it's just really Steelers heavy, right? the Yenzers of the Yenzers. And 
I'm in a shop and I turn around and no joke, as I turn around, Bob Blaine just walking right past. And he's walking past and I literally I, I literally was like, Bob Blaine And he like he you know, he just thought I was some crazy Steelers fan, which I am. But yeah, he he just kept walking, but uh haven't gotten to meet him yet. That was the closest I've gotten to him. Um, but yeah, I would love. To. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a hard nosed dude. He yeah. is the definition of grit when he's out there. Yeah, right. I mean that hit against Derrick Henry last year. You know that'll that'll live in Steelers lore forever. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. He gets to step in the shoes, gets some playing time, immediately stops Derrick Henry, and then the next week, pick six, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, dude. He had he had a nice little run there, and I'm excited that. Uh, He's going to be back. It sounds like he's going to be back out there healthy uh, this week against Las Vegas. So, um, yeah, man, love, love a little Bob Spillane action. Yeah, I love that. So, uh, huge win for the Steelers over the Buffalo Bills. Was any time during that game where you like, oh, man? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> when you go down 10 nothing at half, and although they had their, their shots here and there, and they the defense held strong, I mean, the offense put up 54 yards in the first half, and it's just kind of like, I mean, you know, what what, what what can we do here? It just kind of seemed like we were going to be fighting an uphill battle. And to their credit, came out, put some consistent drives together, and obviously the defense kept doing their thing, and the, the block punt was huge. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, 10 miles and a half, I was like, I was getting ready to watch the IndyCar race, you know? I was like, <laughs> you know, like we're, you know, so I, I was getting ready for that. And then all of a sudden, I was like, you know, Still out in the second half. First drive came out, put together a drive, got some points. I was like, all right, I think, you know, we're going to be in it at least. And uh, huge win, dude. I mean, just can't, can't even, can't even uh, you know, put, put into words really just how big of a win that is week one on the road, packed house. Everybody's yeah. talking about Bill's Mafia. Bill's going to the Super Bowl finally, yada, yada. And you just, you know, you shove it right up their ass, dude. It was great. It was exactly, awesome. dude. It, it, nothing better than, like, I saw your post after. You're like, Bill's Mafia, where are you going? Where are you going? And then dude, you're like, they were leaving with they were leaving with four minutes to go. They had three and a half minutes to go, and they're leaving. I was like, man, you guys are a bunch of soft-ass broads. I think, I think the icing on the cake was, eat my shorts, Stephen Jay. <laughs> well, dude, when he clicked them, like, I just, I ate so annoying like i love Stephen shay he's a great great guy just a great human but like you know people like steven and just all these folks in the offseason they just want the they want the death of the steelers so badly and they just can't admit that just with coach t with that organization with the defense that they got you know, i mean like that's just not that's not a five and 12 football team it's not a six and 11 football team even if big ben is old which he is and even if, you know, Mason Rudolph had to come in and play, we've seen in 2019, that's an 8-18 with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges as your quarterback. So I just, it, it, the whole, you know, this is the Steelers' demise, blah, blah, blah. It's a bunch of nonsense, you know? Yeah. Um, so with your uh, new running back, where are you at with overreacting, we're okay, or what are we feeling with Nigel Harris? No, I love Najee, man. He's going to be a stud. Uh, I, I really think he'll go off this week. I mean, Buffalo is a really stout front, a really good defense. Uh, that was the first selective game for an offensive line that's been totally rebuilt. Uh, you know, in that environment, you know, I, he, he had a few nice runs. Other than that, you know, he just really didn't have anywhere to go. But it wasn't any fault of his own, you know, so – I got plenty of faith in Najee. He's still my pick to win rookie of the year. I think he's going to find his groove and go off just because he's, 
he's just too dynamic, and, and I really think he's going to have a big game this week against the Raiders. I do. Yeah, I, I – uh... I'm a little selfish on that aspect because I got him in fantasy and I need a big bounce back week. He will, man. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. <laughs> I got it. Promise. Well, Joey, I got. I know you got to get going soon. I got one more question for you. Like, do you have obviously, you know, you've been just skyrocketed lately with Barstool Sports. Do you have any other, like, you know, are you going to pursue more comedy, like stand up, or do more just comedy bits, like outside of Barstool, or are you just going to kind of play it by ear? Yeah, dude, I, that's always the goal. It's been a dream. I mean, that's, you know, beyond the cool stuff that comes along with it and, and, and you know, the perks that come along with it, um, That that's, that's always the main main focus is making people laugh and bringing joy and, and just trying to bring, you know, good and smiles to the world rather than, you know, you know people bringing people down. So that that's always going to be the case, you know, whether it's uh, with Barstool or somewhere else or, you know, even hopefully, you know, if I'm lucky enough when I'm 50, I'm still going to be trying to make people laugh and, uh, and joking around, you know, so uh, that, that's definitely going to continue. Um, you know, again, I, hopefully it's with Barstool. If it's not, then that's fine. But I, that's what, that's what I'm always going to do. That, that's for sure. Love that. Yeah. Hell yeah. The, the washed up boys are excited to see what's to come. And maybe a little part of us will be ruined for the Steelers now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, not bad. You, you just, uh, when you're out your squad Sundays, black and gold, you know, you can just, uh, be an honorary Steeler every now and then, you know? Yes, sir. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. All right, Joey, thank you so much for popping on real quick. It was a pleasure and, uh, hope to be in touch. Maybe pop on a little longer next time. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely, guys. That's what I was about to say. That's my bad on the timing. Uh, you know, gotten to run on this next thing, but I would love to come on and shoot the shit again with you boys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you again, Joey. Talk to you soon, man. Thanks, Joey. See you, buddy. Yep. Bye. Joey Molinaro. How about it? That guy seems like he could sit in this room and fucking shoot the shit with us fucking four forever. Just seems like a nice dude. Dude, he just like the bartender skit that he was talking about and then calling him a bunch of fucking soft frauds, the Bills fans. Like that's every single one of us, dude. (laughs) He just definitely just, yeah, like if we just got like a 24 rack of Bud Light, like, all right, we're just going to shoot the shit. Like I feel like it would go fantastic. Yeah, that was, (laughs) he's hilarious. And we like, obviously him by himself is hilarious and he's great. And you could tell you'll be able to hear it in the interview, but we didn't even get to the best part of like his impersonations that are just top notch. Like I want to talk to him about it. How long does it take for him to master this shit? Because I feel like it's not that long. No. Yeah. It's like, I feel like you, I see like, I follow him on Twitter. Like someone tweets him. He's like, all right, give me a couple of days. And then like, boom, he just comes right and back. And it's like perfect. It's such a natural talent to have like being able to impersonate like all these different voices. I feel like it's an ear thing too. Like you got to, yeah, like, like not everybody right could sound. just wake up yeah. one day, study a voice, and do it. Exactly. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, if you don't follow him on social media, Joey Monaro, he is, it, it's like, you know, if you're bored at work, just look at his skits. Absolutely fantastic. Exactly. Here we go. There it is. Three, two, one, go. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Season five, episode five. Football's back, fellas. Um, it's the greatest feeling in the world. Uh, we don't need to go into it too much because everybody knows how much we love football. But what we love about football the most is that there's four days of it during the week. Three days. I'm an idiot. Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. And for Monday night football, 
to just give us a long game, send us into OT, give us a bunch of turnovers to not have an idea of who's going to win. The Raiders look incompetent for the first half and then somehow win the game in the end. We're going to talk about all the games, but I didn't get any of the information that I needed from this week. (laughs) Like... Every game was fucking crazy, including this one. I don't know who the Raiders and Ravens are. No, there was a point in time where I thought the Raiders didn't know that they had a training camp or preseason games or who was on the team or who's on the other team. <laughs> and then they win. Like, And then the Ravens, they look decent in the first half, and then yeah. they start just spilling the ball all around. And I... I really, I have things to say because obviously I'm a football expert and you need my advice. You are an expert. But there's points of these games that we're going to talk about where I just have no fucking clue. Yeah, exactly. Dude, the Raiders threw the ball at Darren Waller 20 times. That's absurd. <laughs> that is absurd. That's Gruden Well, for that's you. the thing. They're looking for Derek Carr to take another step, but he looks like a young quarterback still going 20 times to his safety net. Well, I mean, it's not like Mayock did any favors in a draft where they could have had Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins, like any of these stud wide receivers that are now in the league. They took fucking Henry Ruggs with the first wide receiver off the board. He's so bad that they can't even throw the ball at him. See, I, I, be- I benched him and it was like a last minute decision. I put in Brandy Cooks over him this week and Dude, boy did that help me I w- if he was on my fantasy team I'd straight up cut him I like, took him to score a touchdown and I don't know if he got the ball I think he had like six catches for 32 yards was his night okay well you might as well just have zero catches then <laughs> yeah come on Brady you demand perfection yeah I mean so I, I do don't, I don't know if like where did the Raiders defense come from or if it's just crazy good or it got lucky but like is it the Ravens' offensive line, Raiders' defensive line? I mean, the Raiders' Lamar defense has players. L- Lamar still was like putting those guys on ice skates when they were like when the pocket was collapsing. He was still escaping last night. Yeah, but the former Steeler Alejandro Villanueva was getting his lunch eaten by Max Crosby. Max Who's the Crosby, player? Yeah, he's good. Max Crosby's a beast. Uh, and he's congratulations, eighteen months sober for Max Crosby. Hell yeah. Shout out because he took inspiration from Darren Waller and he's like, I want to be like that guy. He's the best player I've ever seen. And who knows? Maybe Max Crosby ends up being just filthy now. A lot of people say that he should have gone in that twenty nineteen draft, it should have gone Murray, Bosa, and then Crosby should have gone to the Jets over that Quinn Williams, who I don't even know if he's in the league anymore. I, he's in the league. I don't think he's on. I think he's on the Giants now. He's on the Jets. Quinnen Quinn Williams? Williams. I yeah, do not hear it last year. I yeah, I know. I just like that's what people are just saying that Max Crosby definitely should have been that third pick over him. Who is? Well, I was is, thinking of Leonard Williams. Max, my bad. So first off, if your last name's Crosby, you pretty much have to be a professional athlete. Yes. And yeah. Just kind based of. off the last name, you will be successful. It's pretty much what I'm getting. It's like the same thing if you have Junior at the last part of your name, you will be an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Um, aren't you, if, aren't you a junior or no? No, me and my dad didn't give me his middle name. If my dad gave me his middle name, I would be in the MLB, the NFL and yeah, a bench player in the NBA. He just said, I, I could see you even being an Olympian too. Thank you. That's a lot, but I think you could do it too. Yeah. Thank you. And now I'm just in softball, rec league, basketball, trying to pitch myself and with a torn rotator cuff and just at the speed pitch all the time. Hell yeah. You know what? Oh, and he spells his name with two X's. But oh, that's bad. With the Max Crosby. That is a power so move. My, yeah, my thing before, like before I started ranting, um, is Max Crosby the one who came out as gay? 
No, no. Carl Nassib or Nassib. the Browns. And Carl Nassib forced the game-winning fumble. Yeah, okay. that's right. I, yeah. I was just, I didn't, I too many guys. So, uh, sweet. Yeah, <laughs> but like but. two guys with Max Crosby and Darren Waller going sober, having fucking Gruden as a player's coach too. Like that's just a perfect scenario. I don't think the Raiders are going to be very good, but I do like those two well, scenario there to be successful this well, year. The if Raiders, they were in the NFC North, they might fuck around and win it. <laughs> well, like, no, they, the Raiders are the same. I feel like it's every year. Like last year, they had that big win over the Saints in week two. And then this year they beat the Ravens. Like everyone's like, oh, the, the Raiders might have momentum. It's just going to be the same story. They're going to be seven and 10 this year or whatever. Yeah, they were but they have to play two games each against the Broncos, Chiefs. Who else is in that? Division? Chargers. And Chargers. They should lose all six of those games. Nah, I look at the Broncos. Ones. I I could see them actually beating the Chiefs in one of those games. I could see them just coming out <laughs> that firing. Does, that does happen once a year. I where could the see Chiefs look invincible, even though they didn't against the Browns. But. I, yeah, I could see all four of them splitting all their games. Other than the Chargers, Chargers look really yeah. good. But back to this game, I don't understand how teams come out and make the silly mistakes because that's what ended this game, right? Yeah. Second and one. Yeah. And false start. Right. And then an interception off some guy's head. Mm-hmm. And then Lamar Jackson comes down and fumbles. Right. Like at, at some point, you got to start making the plays and they're expecting it from Lamar Jackson. We've been expecting it from Derek Carr. Right. And you have. We've been three. waiting. Right. That's what I mean. But also like you have the most athletic quarterback in the league currently. Yeah. Up for debate, maybe. But. You didn't change anything from three quarters. Right. You know that you weren't getting any time for him to throw the ball. It didn't even look like he wanted to throw the ball at all because the pocket collapsed so quickly. So what is Harbaugh doing? I mean, it's like you don't. It's got the curse. The curse is like. No, he was just born Harbaugh. Exactly. (laughs) And I mean, Michigan doesn't know how to win. They eat L's for breakfast. Nice. Thank you. Um But one thing I am curious to hear what you guys think about is, so Josh Jacobs was preseason ranked a top 15 RB. Is he going to be garbage that gets TD dependent, or do you think that there's a chance for him to have an actually good statistical year? I mean, John Gruden loves throwing the fucking football. They're they're, they're saying to him that they're saying that he's injured actually now. He is. Yeah. Well, he's had turf toe and like he went down on literally the first play of the game. He had to go get his shoes changed out mm-hmm. so they could put the metal toe shoes in. Um, but, dude, I mean, they brought in Kenyon Drake, too. For whatever reason, they don't throw him the ball, yeah. even though that was like his whole profile 100%. coming out of Alabama. And they brought in Kenyon Drake to be the passing downs back. I mean, he has scored a lot of touchdowns in his career. Mm-hmm. But I, like, in terms of fantasy, wouldn't want him on my team at all. Yeah. Because it's like somebody you put in your lineup that you're hoping gets a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Uh, and then when he doesn't, he's going to get you five points and you're going to lose and you're going to be like fucking Josh Jacobs. I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but the thing about both these teams, like you were talking about with the draft with the Raiders, you have Lamar Jackson. Yeah. How do they not have a stud number one wide receiver? Marquise Brown is never going to be that. No, I'm, that, I'm just telling you, you right now, last night. he's never going to be that. He, and then you have Darren Waller getting 10 catches for the Raiders, and then Hunter Renfro is the next closest guy with six? Yeah. 
See, that's the thing. Like, they can't throw the ball at Brian Edwards or Henry Ruggs, which were first and third round draft picks. Like, how, like, the Raiders might be as bad at drafting as the Bears. If not worse, maybe. That's an accomplishment. Yeah. It's weird because they had (laughs) never heard of them. For like five years, they were just attacking offensive linemen in the draft. And then they did that and they solidified their offensive linemen and then they waited too long. And now they don't have those guys. I was actually pretty surprised at how decent for the most part that the Raiders offensive line was considering they blew up the entire offensive line. That's what I mean. This last off season. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's kind of wild. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know how many times I need to reference the blog that I wrote about that they need an average show in the yeah, fucking room just, with them, but like it's just becoming more and more relevant every I, single time we talk about sports. I was just about to bring that up because somebody out there needs Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I mean, oh, like he Washington gets football team one single play, thirty three yards. It like, was a very well drawn up play. Agreed, but like the guy if, won the Heisman. Yeah. He's got it. He does. He's got something, and yeah. he knows how to succeed at the position because he's done it. And then he gets outed in Tennessee by Tannehill, and blah blah. blah. He oh. got so fucked by last year too. I mean, I know it's week one. We're not going to talk about it just yet. But I mean, Tannehill looked like shit. Yeah. So if he doesn't well, turn the, out, the, the then Titans maybe just, Mariota's stock goes higher. I mean. The, the Titans just looked like a flaming just pile of dog shit. Dude, their offensive a good line way to put looked it. embarrassing. Too Chan- much but too much yeah. busting with the boys for a uh, big dog who got, just got or exposed. the fact that Chandler Jones is really good, and guess who drafted him? Bill Belichick. <laughs> who would have thought? Well, the other thing is they have TJ Watt on the other side of that line, so it's like, who are you going to double team? Yeah. JJ Watt. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Like, TJ Watt, they'd probably be perennial Super Bowl favorites. They wouldn't. They wouldn't lose a game if TJ Watt was on that team. Probably he wouldn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, JJ Watt could play every position on the defensive line, so never mind. But um, yeah, I don't think either of these teams are going to be very good. I think the yeah. Ravens have a chance to look better than they did. I think this is as good as the Raiders are going to look, and these are the type of games they're going to have to win. Yeah. I agree. I don't think they did anything that kind of blew anyone out of the water or gave anybody like a change in the uh, top 100. They lost the game better than the Ravens did is what (laughs) I got from it. They threw in the white towel a second after the Ravens. Yeah. Um, But that last second TD, nobody fucking saw coming. What I don't like is that, yes, Humphreys got beat, but he just stopped running. Yeah, you I, never do. I mean, I don't know. With the circumstances right. and how everything happened and how right. many times they stopped him and then they have to go back out there again, I well, can sort of see you being pissed off, but you never stop running. DBs and safeties love the blame game. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Defensive back is just so fucking hard, yeah. but I Does don't understand why they talk shit in the first quarter. You're gonna get got. Other than if your name yeah. is Jalen Ramsey, yeah. someone's gonna Dude, get you. He, Just like do the no catch sign and yeah. that's it. Don't, he, be, don't get in their face because they're gonna come get you. He smoked Darnell Mooney the other night. Well, here's the thing that the wide receiver and the quarterback know where they're going and you don't. Yeah. So you're gonna get Got. Yeah. It's impossible not to. Right. So stop talking shit until the end of the fucking game. Please. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right. Uh, last remarks on the Monday Night Football game. 
Anything? Peyton Manning for president 2024. <laughs> they were funny. He uh, just seems like a cool guy. And like, if you met Peyton Manning, he just seems like the most laid back guy. And I loved his comment last night about Sierra saying she's got that ring I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you knew he was going to be great. Yeah. Um, he, he left He's the NFL. He left the NFL happy. He knew he was done yeah. and you knew he was going to transition into this. Now, Eli Manning, me and him have some things we have to work through before I say the same thing about him. <laughs> you guys probably would like each other. You've met each other, but I don't know. It, I think it'd take a little bit. Maybe the I'll other thing with Peyton Manning and his mega mind, <laughs> he could probably fit so much information in there yeah. that he would be an incredible president. Cause they'd give him, They'd sit him down in whatever president chair that they blessed all the <laughs> president chair, on. whatever president chair. And he chair. would just it's probably dynamite. It's a late, it. it. It's probably a Lay's boy or something, probably. What, yeah. what did you say, Brez? What was the last part of that? I didn't hear it. He would just absorb all oh, of yeah. the information. Yeah. Like, I mean, his head might even grow a couple inches more. Did you see his, 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 the uh-huh. wow, words are hard. Uh, his hall of fame bust, like yeah. his head. It's huge. They Dude, really they do did him head. so dirty. Right, Coming from a guy with a huge head, I would have hoped that they made it a little smaller if I was in the hall of fame. <laughs> you are Brady. Dude, his forehead was like a, like 60 yards tall. I'm going to put some swollen panels on there. Yeah. Great callback. Always with the callbacks. Just Thank you. Panels. Please buy. All right, let's move on to, uh, the bears game. So first off, <laughs> <laughs> we thought. Um, so the argument of we shouldn't play fields because of the problems with the O-line is no longer a valuable nope. opinion. Because the sole reason, if that's the sole reason not to play him, then don't put him in the game at all. If you want to avoid him getting injured with an O-line that's still learning, he can just as well get injured on one play as he can playing the whole game. I couldn't agree anymore. I, I am just, I said I'm not going to talk about the Bears till they start Justin Fields, but it's just so comical that I have to talk about it. I am lost for words as a guy who never stops fucking talking. <laughs> like, I, Dude, I, I just it don't have anything to Maggie say. knows he's on the hot seat. No, he's not. He's not on the That's hot seat. He's on the Fuego seat. Too. He's not on the Fuego seat either. They're all in this fucking little you know room why he's with on their the fucking seat? cult. Guys, let's and, stop cutting each other off. Uh, go ahead, Bryce. <laughs> the reason he's on the hot seat, one, the ownership may have to change hands because if Virginia McCaskey dies without pay, like before they sell part of the team, they're going to have to pay a cash tax of over $250 million that they do not have because of a tax loophole that was initially in place before she was born. And it basically skipped a generation. So they haven't paid a tax on it on the team in like over a hundred years. And it just accumulates. They are cash poor. They don't work. If they have to sell part of the team, that means they give up part of their say. If I'm a new owner, I'm firing Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy right away. They signed a one-year extension that's also voidable. Okay. My brain hurts. Yeah, real bad. <laughs> Brett just dropped a pipe bomb on all of us. I guess that's why gentlemen. Pat is definitely correct that I should just not talk is because, <laughs> um, yeah, he's definitely on the hot seat then. he's All he's doing is... Trying to bide time. I don't think he is on the hot seat because of, like, we've heard that this Justin Fields pick bought them four more years, both Nagy and Pace. My thing about it is this. What has he shown you to not be gone already is why I say he's not on the hot seat. And how... 
Agreed. And how are we in the top 10 in payroll in the NFL? And we are perennial middle tier teams. Like our, our, like our, we pay more in salary than I believe the Cardinals and maybe even the Buccaneers, man. Like, Dude, the Bears are so bad that they force people to look up shit like that you know. <laughs> like, no other fan base knows that they're missing a tax or that they have this much money and they're still unsuccessful, but they've drove fans nuts. Well, that's the other thing with the Arlington Heights bid. That's why it's it's either a huge fake out or that's actually their bid saying, okay, yeah, we actually need to sell... You like know, I'm not saying anything bad. I love that you know this, but I'm saying the fact that you have to know this is alarming. Yeah, yeah it's it. Being a Bears fan is the shittiest thing in the world. The only thing worse is probably being a Lions fan. Yeah, but you know, it's a, a Jaguars fan would suck. Yeah, being a Jags fan would be brutal. I don't know. You had Tim Tebow for a hot minute, so you know that's on that the Lord and Savior. Um, but back to like, just there's no way that you can be worried about starting Justin Fields if you put him in the game anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Where was the argument for just sitting him and having him learn the game off the field? If you're going to put him in at all, play him the entire game. Because like somebody said earlier before we recorded, he's going to try and do something to earn a spot on that one play he's on the field. No doubt. And did he do that? Yes, yeah. he did. He had yeah, the but, best pass of the fucking drive. And he had to work for the whole entire thing on the run-in, too. It wasn't like he wasn't being tackled by six guys. Yeah. It wasn't a well-drawn-up play. He made a play. Yeah. And there's going to be a time where he tries to make a play where he usually shouldn't, mm-hmm. and he's going to get fucking hurt. And injuries are a part of every professional sport, so put him in. And if you're worried about injuries or worried about the lack of veteran, whatever you want to call it, then don't play Robinson. Don't play Montgomery. Don't play Hicks. Don't play Mack because they can get injured. What are we doing putting these guys in a glass trophy case just to say we have them? Well, I I heard it take the stupidest thing in the world. It's it's probably the angriest thing or the thing I've been angriest about in Chicago sports, like in my lifetime. It's, I heard a take this week, and it's like, they're like, Trevor Lawrence was in the game. He made mistakes. Zach Wilson made mistakes. Let Fields make mistakes. That's how he's going to learn. And look what the Seahawks, and I've said it before, look what they did with Russell Wilson in 2012. They threw him right in there, and they went to the playoffs. They, beat, they, they won a game in the playoffs. Why aren't the Bears taking that chance? And I agree, because if I would rather watch Justin Fields break Peyton Manning's rookie interception record then watch Andy Dalton on the field anymore in my life. 100%. I agree with you. I think they're setting him up for failure. You, If you sit him all year, you expect X from him next year, right? Yeah. You expect nothing from him right now. Nothing. So wh- he can't learn anything under Andy Dalton. He can't learn anything under the Matt Nagy. So sitting for a year, we're going to have X expectations next year. He's not going to fill them. And then this fucking media of Chicago and the fandom is going to probably be too much for him. Right. Well, the other so, thing is, like, I, I don't sorry. know. That's I, okay. I'm done. I, I legitimately <laughs> feel like having him watch a shitty quarterback is going to be worse for him and it could cause him to regress. Because like he could see Andy Dalton make bonehead decisions and it ends up being positive. I mean, be like, all right, I could try that. Boom. That's a pick when he does it. And then it's like, what the fuck? But it's like... 
Yeah, there's no reason or remedy that Andy Dalton will help Justin Fields at all. And yeah. I keep re... What's the word? I keep re-saying the same thing over and over again. Like a... Repeating? Yeah, yeah I keep repeating myself about all this, so I'm going to try and stop. But this isn't a situation where you could be like, it's week one. This has been going on for right. far too long. Right. And I'm taking all your guys' energy, because you guys know I'm not a diehard Bears fan. I root for them. But I'm taking all your energy and getting so fucking mad about it. And I'm sick and tired of people saying, oh, it's week one. Let's see, let's see. There's no more time to see. Mm-mm. There's... Any- Start fucking acting now. And now it's like, you know, you got your first home game this weekend. I think it's just going to be a bloodbath. I mean, they're not that they're going to lose, but the fans are just going to be so pissed off down there. And they're like, it's just, it's just going to be bad. And I think it's just, there's going to be booing the whole game. Dalton's going to be aggravated. He has to start fields. And also Bengals, they're not that bad, actually. No, they're not. I'm afraid we get pantsed by the Bengals. Yeah. Our secondary looked fucking terrible. Yeah, we've had to rely on our defense for years for the entirety of all time we haven't had a quarterback except for jake cutler that was a quarterback and now we have one and we just don't want to put him in games it's just it's just still baffling though it's like all we've heard for the last three years in college football trevor lawrence fields and we have one of those guys and just nothing's coming of it and And it's just baffling great point because fields has a chip on his shoulder from falling to from two to 14 11 Sorry. God. What I say? 14. No, I said 11. Yes, you did you say 11. 14. Okay. We're on the same page. Great. Again, two other quarterbacks taken in front of him. Let the man play. Let Three quarterbacks the- taken. The other thing that's shitty, it's not like we can even tank. We don't have a first round pick next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's you just- can't tank in football anyways. You can't tell those guys yeah. to go out there and not give it their all. Like, right. there's no possible way. Yeah, you get 17 games, whereas, like, if you tank in the NBA, you could have one player change five. Oh, yeah. Easily. Also, in the NBA, you could purposely miss. You're not going to tell a linebacker, yeah, let Derrick Henry just run you over. Okay, coach, right on that. You, yeah, just yeah. let him go right there's by There's too you. much pride in football. Yeah. but the, Let Derrick Henry emasculate you. I will give you a positive about the Bears. Thanks. Something drastic is going to happen because now you're pointing to everything. Last year, you only pointed to Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles, and the defense was still somewhat good, right? Now everything sucks. The GM sucks, <laughs> the head coach sucks, the defense sucks, and the offense sucks. So now there's it's inevitable. The place will be burned to the ground if something doesn't change by the end of this year. So something is going to change. They, I promise you that. They, they, showed Dick, <laughs> they showed Dick Butkus the other night. They're like, oh, Dick Buckus, all famous Super Bowl champion. He was just stone faced watching that team play. <laughs> he was like, "Why the fuck am I here right now?" Yeah, yeah. They'll bounce back though. <laughs> we always we do. always bounce yeah. back. Yeah, that's the biggest lock of the week for me. The over in the Bears Bengals game. It's at forty four. Yeah, I think that's mostly because the Bears can't find the end zone. The thing is, I I think we can score. I disagree with you there, but keep going. I do too. Yeah. I we, dude. David Montgomery looked legitimately incredible. He did. I'm not he denying was the that. First he did. running back to get a hundred yards on the Rams in like a full season. Can I explain to you like a simp because I know nothing about anything why I think he had a successful game? 
and why Andy Dalton at points looked decent is because they don't run their offense for more than 12 yards. They'll give you seven-yard runs. They'll give you seven-yard out routes. If you don't score in the NFL, you're not going to fucking beat anybody. Yep. Yeah, like I mean, he, he didn't make contested throws. They were wide open. Yeah. And Montgomery had a couple tough runs, but the holes are open because they'll give them to you. It's yeah. a defensive scheme. It's a four-quarter game. It's a chess match. They'll give you a couple runs. They'll give you a couple out routes. If yeah. you're not going to go down the field, you are fucking stagnant and you're nothing. Yeah. The Rams know they're going to go get 28-plus points a game. Yeah. yeah. So they don't need to fucking blitz you and take chances on defense. They know you're going to fuck it up. You have Andy Dalton and Matt Nagy. Yeah. You're not going to beat them. Offensively and defensively, the Bears play from the line of scrimmage to 20 yards away. And you yes. just can't win playing that way. I'd I mean, say the, maybe even 10. We went for it on fourth and 14 and threw a 10-yard out route. <laughs> dude, are I you just, fucking kidding me? That, that was where I turned it off, actually. I said, this fucking team. I'm like, are you yeah. serious? The, the double doink really fucked with Nagy's head. He has he been the like same never, sense. I don't even yeah. want to give him credit for that. Like he That was had, all Vic Fangio's defense. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no, I know, but like he doesn't even want to kick field goals. I know, but he had Patrick Mahomes. I could have looked good being their offensive coordinator. Yeah, agreed. He well, didn't even call the fucking yeah, plays. Andy Reid did. Yeah, okay. I was just gonna. Well, get, then I don't even. I didn't know that. Right, now it's making me sick. Let's do something we're excited about, and let's do the list exciting athletes. Let's do we it. Fucking Woo. murder ourselves. All right, this week's list is exciting athletes. Exciting, electrifying. Any other e word that is good for a player. That's the list we're doing. This week's list is brought to you by Brady James, Brez, and Cliff. (laughs) (laughs) And the order is Brez, James, Brady, Cliff, Cliff, Brady, James, Brez. Electrifying athletes. All right. One, one. Got to go with Bo Jackson. Oh, that was going to be my number one, actually. Bo Jackson. Dude, what he could do on the baseball and football field was ridiculous. Yeah, dude. There was one baseball clip of him. He hits a line drive so hard that I don't think the angle, like the trajectory angle (laughs) changed until it hit the fucking wall. I've seen that video. It's insane. It like it got to the wall from his bat in probably a second in like a quarter and he had a nuke yeah <laughs> oh yeah dude there was oh man uh he was in at like, like a stadium that fields. was like old polo grounds deep and left yeah and he throws <laughs> like a 110 mile an hour strike from left field to throw a guy out <laughs> and he's a running back yeah like, he's not even supposed to be able to throw it very well yeah it's fucking did, crazy did you ever go to a college darty if you didn't see a powder blue Bo, Bo Jackson Royals jersey <laughs> yeah that's he, I've, I have one of those yeah. yeah he also caught a line drive with a bare hand yeah that is psychotic <laughs> Hey, you could do that. Yeah, thank you, James. Uh, James, what's your one one? I'm going Deion Sanders. Wow, another great pick. I mean, the he hardest position in fucking football, no doubt about it. I mean, we can have an argument about quarterback, but we're not going to do it right now. And he played professional baseball. I mean, come on. Yeah, I anyone think it, rings in both. Yeah, I think it speaks for itself. Deion Sanders is my number one. Prime time. You don't get that nickname by being a nobody. Yeah, and also he's an electrifying coach as well. Yeah, like, that's pretty <laughs> taking <wild>. down Florida <laughs> State for the. F- no, that was uh, Jackson State or Jackson. That was Jacksonville State. He's oh Jackson, fuck, he's yeah. Jackson State. Uh, Stupid comment. My um, bad. I'll delete it. Cool. Delete I'm not going to take the guy that I want to take because of you. And yeah. I just want to say oh, you're, a- you're welcome. Oh. So I'm going to take Derek Rose. 
And oh, um, nice. did not see that coming. That's a good pick. I mean, That's if he's great. not like your, if he doesn't come to mind right away when you hear the word electric, he doesn't have to be your one one. I think you both have very great picks. But yeah. to be like on the stat sheet, it probably yeah. says that he's six one, but he's about five eight, and he goes up and over everybody, up and under everybody, and you couldn't name me the other four fucking players on the team sometimes, and he's still going for forty, yeah. and he wins MVP. He's a hometown kid. Like that is just. You could put his face next to electric in yes. the dictionary. Yes, you could. Wasn't there a time like when we were just getting going in this where you said you don't want to talk about Derrick Rose ever? Yeah. Okay. I But this <laughs> his face is next to the word in the dictionary. You're right. Like, yeah. You're right. His dunk on Zoran Dragic will live on for eternity. Yeah. So we're done talking about it because I'm going to start crying. You're right. Okay. Um, well, thank you, everybody. I'm going to take Michael Vick. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Saw that coming. Yeah, that, yeah that, that's your guy. He is guy. one of the few players, I can't name the other on the top of my head, that you could watch on TV and then watch someone playing Madden and have no idea what the difference was. Exactly. Like, it's Dude, insane. He, could, he runs like 30 yards behind the backfield. Nobody yeah. can touch him. And then he throws a 70-yard pass to Deshaun Jackson yeah. for well, a touchdown. Well, that's oh. what I was just going to bring that up. Like, even when he went to the Eagles, I think he was almost more electric when he was with the Eagles. Like, that two-year run he had, like, obviously they didn't win a Super Bowl, but he had dropped, what, six touchdowns on the Washington football team one night? Yeah. Like, he just dominated. Bro, his arm strength was bananas. Bananas. He would throw 70 yard line drives. Yeah. Like they, they weren't moonshots. Across no. the field. Yeah. yeah. Like, so the reason good God. The reason I fell in love with him in the first place was the first time I ever played fantasy football. It was in like sixth grade. I had no idea what this was. And my buddy's dad was our commissioner and he handed me just like a printed out piece of paper that had like quarterback, wide receiver, running back, just blank spots. Yeah. I had the first pick overall. Naturally, I thought you had to draft in order. (laughs) Probably worked out. My first pick ever in fantasy football at the first pick of the draft was Michael Vick. Love it. I love that. He's like the only person ever that you could do that. Yeah. It's insane. (laughs) Fantasy machine. Yeah. Like uh, even people don't even take Mahomes or Lamar Jackson until about what the third round, the earliest. Yeah, if you're in a draft of people that know what's going on. Yeah, late yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah, late quarterbacks. Uh, it's, who are you taking with uh, one is, five? Patrick I'm, Mahomes. Okay, we're winning this league. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is where I don't really know where to go because second pick. First off, I didn't think Mike Vick was going to get back here. Um, but I'm going to just go James pick a number one or two, two Derek Jeter. What? Okay. I, that was on my list. I don't know if I would have taken it that quick. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's definitely electric. I mean, I definitely love to watch his highlights. I just, I, I'm flabbergasted that that was your pick. Yeah, dude. I mean, he invented and trademarked a play in baseball. No doubt. I'm, listen, just because I'm surprised doesn't mean I'm hating on your pick. Okay. Thank you. I'm, I'm surprised a lot. Yeah. Retuspect. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Good pick. I like it. Thanks. Uh, my second pick is Devin Hester. I mean, what that's did the, a great pick. What did the guy do? 
the most electric play in sports is a punt return or a kick return. And if you don't think so, your name is liar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he did it better than anybody in the world. And he did it on the first play of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, come on. Damn. I was crying actual tears when he did that. Yeah. I was like, we're going to win the Super Bowl. How I think everyone was, was after that. The Dude. game should have stopped. And Adam Vinatieri, like he was Missing. like the whole game plan the week before is don't kick to Hester. Yeah. And then we got confident before the game, like we're going to kick to Hester. It's also one yeah. of my favorite things in sports is like, don't throw the ball at Jalen Ramsey. Don't kick the ball to Devin Hester. And then yeah. people still do it. And then like they expect get a different results. And I'm like, you <laughs> fucking dummy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brady, considering all of our voters are Chicago Chicagoans pretty much. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James, well, too. I'm staying in the Chicago lane. I'm going Patrick Kane. Yes, yeah. sir. That was one of mine. What's his nickname? Kaner. Showtime. Showtime, yeah. If you have a nickname like Primetime or Showtime, you're electric. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very yeah. true. Speaking of electric, Ladanian Tomlinson. Wow. That one year. That was he a great had, segue. Yeah. One year. He, had, he was a stud for a while. Yeah, Dude, he was good. He had one year where he had like 25 touchdowns. Didn't he win the MVP? Yeah, okay. as a running back. Which yeah. like I unheard of. Christian I mean, McCaffrey came close. They were like, he'd be the first to do it since LT. Well, like, yeah, there's no, never been a wide receiver. MVP. Oh, AP yeah, might. AP, yeah. yeah. yeah does. I think there's been a few running backs, no wide receivers, and the rest quarterbacks. Yeah, the, so, few, to, the few, the proud. The running back MVPs. Wow. Ooh. That's, T-shirt that's idea. nifty. Yeah, put that on my tombstone. <laughs> it's a mausoleum now. He talks about yeah. this. Brez, you got back-to-back. The guy everybody loves to hate, and I'm surprised he wasn't already taken by Brady. Tom Brady. Thank you. Um, disagree. Uh, yeah, I'm saying, uh, yeah, if we're going electric, like, I... I, I, I entertaining? I, Tom Brady's, well, I mean... Are, I mean, are most, you fucking kidding me? There's never been anybody in the world with a minute and 30 seconds where you look at the TV and keep the fucking game on. Only him. That is electric. Like that's him and Derek Rose are right next to each other in the dictionary. And I'm so mad that I didn't even think about it. But if I would have picked it, everybody would have known. Then they wouldn't have picked for me because I'm just so good at the list. Right. I, just making shit up in my head now because I'm so excited. Right. But like, yeah, a mi- minute 30 drive. Okay. Fourth quarter. Who does it every time? Tommy does. Okay. Nobody else. I don't want to hear what you have to say, so I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> he is very good, and mm-hmm. he wins a lot of games, and he does it in cool fashion sometimes. I have he's my own just rebuttal. so bland. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like 99% of the time, right. he's just dumping it off to exactly. Julian Edelman. <laughs> like he's just so like electric and exciting is not per, like – Precision and accuracy. You know, it's like yeah. that outlandish play that makes you go, holy shit. Oh my God. Yeah. That's why I try to keep talking. Yeah. Like <laughs> Tom Brady has had like maybe one or two plays in his whole career that have tingled everyone's nutsack. I Whereas would, like yeah, Derek Rose, every time he goes up in the air, straight tingles. I would love to see like, you know how they take the routes of outfielders when they go catch the ball and they, <laughs> they drag it. His versus anybody else in the pocket. Like just right there. And then you see Lamar Jackson, all the squiggly lines yeah. for his whole career. The whole career. You could probably yeah. have it in like six or seven lines. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, James, number three. I'm going Rodman. Yeah. Dennis? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think Rodman just, you know, was never scoring, but that man's diving into the stands. He's doing whatever he can to score, to help his team, going Rodman for my three. The hair. Yeah, I mean, 
For sure. If Brady had Rodman, the game would be over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I'm not taking any more Chicago sports people. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I am possibly, but um, <laughs> my third one, and this is unfortunate. I really have to swallow my pride here is Zion Williamson. I mean, yeah. the oh, guy, like that. the I, guy that was on my list, but I like it. This is what we were talking about before the podcast. People who take the jump from college to pro and do the same thing that they did in college that you didn't think they could do in the pros, but he still fucking does it. He could jump out of the fucking gym. He'll swat you off the fucking backboard. And he, like, does 360s through the legs in the game. Like, yeah. you just don't see that. And yeah. I really hate that he's going to be on my list, but I had to do it. That dude is so big, he busted through his Nikes. Yeah, dude. It's just, and he, like, he had a pretty serious injury. The next game he came back, like, they had to tell him to slow down. Yeah. That's a guy I want on my team. Exactly. If. Um... So my third pick is Tiger Woods. Yeah, that was gonna be my last. Fuck, is Tiger Woods is the announcer in the background going, um, well, "Listen, uh, listen to them after this shot," and he yeah. hits his ah, yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> to yeah. get a crowd to scream during golf. Yeah, <laughs> and to make golf an athletic sport. Yeah. yeah, yeah, crazy. And then to cap it all off, Michael Phelps. God damn it! That was that was my damn it. Fuck. Yeah, you're you're a real rap scallion for that one. <laughs> Fuck. I was totally. Fuck you, Cliff. I, I didn't think anyone would have even considered that. That was, was going to be my last I, one. Uh, literally just got chills in my arm because thinking about how great of a feeling it is from when he jumps into the pool to when he wins and he did it like 17 times in two days. <laughs> and like, there's no better feeling than that. Dude. That's a fucking phenomenal pick. And that was, yeah, go for it. That was like the prime of my swimming career. And when they had that relay against France and they were losing. Wait, is that with Lockheed? Jason Lezak. Yeah, Lochte was on the relay. And Jason Lezak comes in and touches the guy out and they win by a one hundredth of a second. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, yeah. standing behind the blocks. I was screaming. What yeah. a feeling that must be. And for Michael Phelps to like get speedo ac- above the level of water and then just come down with authority and smack the shit out of the water. And yeah. Get the biggest like tidal wave of all yeah. time. And that's when legitimately every single person in America was watching the Olympics. Yeah, that's when people cared about swimming. Yeah. Dude, I you guys keep talking about this, I keep getting the chills. Like it was <laughs> it was so awesome. Fuck you, Cliff. That's God a damn such, it. that's a phenomenal pick and it's really thrown me off for my next one, but I think I've settled down and I got it. It's kind of a basic bitch answer, but um Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I mean, you think the guy can't be successful being 5'10 and just really fast, but he's just always open. He's always beating somebody. He's always catching the ball and running with it. Isn't and, he 6'4"? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's hard to take your eye off of Tyreek Hill when you're watching a Chiefs game for sure. Unless you're a DB. <laughs> oh, knock this. Knock this. Come on. You're on fire right now. Thanks, man. Except for the Derek Jeter pick. Ooh, yeah. No, it's not really. Shut up. <laughs> James, finish it off. Uh, my last one, Mr. Usain Bolt. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I, I guess I didn't think about this hard enough. That's a great pick. Yeah, I didn't. So, yeah, great. Yeah, Usain Bolt, just yep. a guy really fast, <laughs> really fast, You know, tears it up, wanted Phelps more, but it's cool. I like yeah. it. Usain Bolt is a phenomenal pick because it's like, I mean, it's like along the same vein. Like, I mean, like he, he was the fastest the man in the world for like, what, 16 years? Yeah. That's like unbelievable. Was it 16 years? He was uh, in four Olympics, wasn't he? No. Oh, I don't I know. I thought it was. 
I thought he was in two like very solid Olympics. Oh, that that could be it. I think maybe he was he did like he had bookends to those two great years. Oh, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're right. I don't think anybody's had six like four Olympics in a row where they were yeah. like yeah. dominant. But it's, I mean, dude, he could have done it. Every time you see who's and, winning, it's him. And somebody it, who's actually six six, yeah, to be the fastest man in the world, yeah. it makes no sense physically. Yeah. Like it's bananas. Like, yeah. and his last name is Bolt, and we're talking about <laughs> electric. Like, Dude, yeah, yeah, and he's a sprinter. Yeah. Like, that's why I got so bad when I heard him say. I was like, "That's what you should have been thinking of this yeah. whole entire time." His last name is fucking Bolt, you dummy. Yeah, great pick, James. No, I'm surprised. That Thank you, you. Picked. Well, it's your last pick, so you can pick him. Yeah. Ooh, Steph Curry. Oh, he was on my list. Sure, he wasn't on mine, but great pick. He changed the game of basketball forever. Yeah, so yeah. like, yeah, only unanimous MVP in NBA history. Yeah. That's that's great pick. Fuck. Yeah. Um I have a lot of honorable mentions. Yeah, I got plenty. Uh El Mago, Javi Bias, Connor McDavid, Saquon Barkley, Shohei Otini. Yep. And Vince Carter. Yep, Vince Carter should Juan Soto. Vince Carter should have been on this list. Um Blake Griffin was on there for me. Uh Ken Griffey. Yes. Oh, good call. Vladdy Jr. Yes. Vladdy Senior. Oh, Vladdy. Oh, yeah. Senior. Yeah. Speaking of crazy throws, the yeah, one that the he one had, from the warning track. Yeah, yeah. Right field corner. Fucking crazy. What the fact that he cricketed a ball for a triple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. He had like a golf swing practically. Um, Sean White. Yes. If we're talking the flying the, tomato. Yeah. If we're talking, you get to see Michael Phelps in the summer, then you get to see Sean White in the winter back to back. And you're like, okay, this country pretty solid. Yes. Yeah. Who is the other guy? Uh, Apollo Ono. Is that the Apollo ski- Antonono? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lindsay yeah. Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Question answered. Uh, Lindsay Vaughn. Megatron. Yeah. Wow. That was on my list too. Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Messi would have yeah. been pretty good. Uh, good topic then, overall. So nobody wanted to be the guy to say it, but he is Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Oh yeah. We knew Brady wasn't going to say anything. I respectfully disagree with you. In in a few ways, I wanted to pick Brian Scalabrini, but like (laughs) that would have gotten you some votes probably. Oh dude. Cause I mean, dude, I don't know because the fucking, when he put up the post, there's no picture of Brian Scalabrini where he doesn't look chubby. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's what makes him so electric when he throws a dunk down on Kevin There's definitely people who vote who have no idea who some of the people are. Yeah. (laughs) It wouldn't have helped is all I'm saying. This fucking high school physics teacher just dunked on Kevin Garnett. <laughs> like yeah. he would have taught physics for sure. Yeah. That's and great. Then, and then I had some uh <laughs> I had some more baseball ones, but I didn't really think it would get any votes. Ichiro probably would have gotten oh, some that votes. Was oh, yeah. 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 So down. I really wanted to put Ichiro because like I tried to bat lefty for about four years of my life because of him. But then you have like Josh Hamilton, Curtis uh Granderson, who was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Um who was the guy who looked like Andy Samberg from Cleveland? Um, the Indian Bieber? No, no, no. Um, Grady Sizemore. Grady Sizemore, yeah. Oh, I man. Like Brady like Sizemore. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was elected. Dude, he was like a perennial MVP candidate for like four years straight, yeah. and then he fell off the face of the earth. He yeah. finished yeah. second like twice. His yeah. fall off was like the most unceremonious thing ever. He went from like elite to like straight up shitty. Yeah. Yeah. You live in Fuck Cleveland yeah. for so long. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a name. I actually have his autograph. That's really weird. <laughs> Shocker, James, when another famous person got his autograph. <laughs> hey, Grady, if you're listening, Washed Up Podcast, we would love to have you. Yeah. 
changing the narrative. Um, all right, this week's list was most electric, eccentric. Um, I'm trying to think of e words. You guys got any? Non egotistical, exciting athletes, elites. All right, entertaining. This yeah, there you go. You nailed it, dude. I like, this week's I like list puzzles. was brought to you by Brady James Present Cliff. <laughs> Okay, so um, it's at that point where I'm pretty bummed that I got to do this, but I got to do it. Lori Garcia might know how to play baseball. <laughs> and Dude, he throws up the white flag. I, I, I tried so hard, and we were riddled with injuries up the middle. He had playing time. He made the most of it, and he walked it off at a game I was at. So, um, I'm beat, dude. I, I <laughs> this is like groundbreaking, brain shattering information that I have to deal with within myself. So I can sort of empathize with you because I had to give up on the bowl season this year, as you can see on our Instagram. Go follow us. Right. Um, it's it's a depleting depleting feeling. I knew it was coming though, and this is just a shock to your body. Yeah, and I'm sorry that you have to go through this. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, man. I uh, we're here for you. I appreciate that, fellas. He um, <laughs> his face. He's not like somebody I'm going to look forward to seeing in the playoffs because it's going to be one of those things where I know he's going to mess up, but now. We are too close to the playoffs where I can hate any part of this team. Exactly. And if he gets out onto the field, I have to have blinding, illogical support <laughs> for number 28. And it fucking eats at my insides. Congratulations, University won. Yeah, fucking fine. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> I stand with you in solidarity, Cliff. <sighs> I don't want to love him. I need to love him. Yeah. God, you probably feel so much better right now letting that out. Yeah, I really do. I really do. I could see it in your face. <laughs> I saw the I saw the post game, uh, and I saw it popped up that he got a hit, and I was like seeing previously that he was doing well. And I was just every time I see his fucking name, I just start dying laughing. Yeah, it's just and now you're gonna give in, and he's gonna go right back. To the way he tell, was. Tell me about it, dude. I, Pat, I, you should just so, say keep hating him. No, like, so here's here's the thing. I debated. It. I debated it for a very long time, like <laughs> off the air, off the group chat. I debated it. I sat in silence for a while. I was like, am I going to be the guy to completely root against this man and just hope that he proves me wrong every time from here on out, or am I going to be that fanatic that unrelentingly supports his? fucking team that's what i'm going through with patrick williams as well which is i'm glad they didn't make the playoffs this year because i would have had a buy-in and you said you can't like hate him anymore when you get to the playoffs which i think is fucking hilarious <laughs> because you literally can't and that's how fucking fanatic we are yeah yeah you gotta you, love everybody you have to buy into everybody yeah. And it's just such a funny dynamic of sports fandom and for him to walk it off with a home run dead yeah. Center, yeah, it's the right and not, not like have like a runner on third, no outs. Yeah, solo shot. He solo shotted with two outs and an O2 count. We yeah. gotta get him on. Like, dude. what the fuck, dude, dude? I know. And that was like the uh, 
technically like the game seven of against like the Red Sox to yeah. determine yeah. who was the four and three and three and four. Yeah. We got to get him on, dude. We have got to talk to him. <laughs> if he comes on. I don't know if he dude, would, if he I, listens to like dude, any yeah. episode ever. Yeah. If he, <laughs> I'm going to, I might just have to put like a block out on the ones that I have rants on. Yeah, no doubt. But no. so, uh, the White Sox, Tim Anderson's back. Giolito's back. They're both playing tonight. Giolito's starting. Um, actually, the game's starting in like what? 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, you're not going to be able to do this, but I'm going to hammer them. And um, Garcia, apparently you're the man now. Yeah. And La Russa um, came out and was like, if you think he's just a utility player, you're wrong. He's somebody who can play every position. Like, that is gotta, what a utility player no, is, but though. He said it way better than I just you gotta to. You got to hate when he's right, too, right yeah. now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we finally moved to a point where the Cubs season is fully, fully over. Right. And we'll be talking a lot of White Sox here um, and in your future and not so much about the Cubs. Uh, it's a valiant effort by everybody except everybody. So that's <laughs> great. Um, uh, Brett, do you know when the Sox can officially clinch? Uh, I think our magic number, it's in the single digits, I believe. I thought it was like two. I think we're 11 and a half up and the what oh, there's 18 games left. I think it's six games. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're on like a, we're on an away stand. We're on a tour right now. Well, even if you guys lose a couple games, it still yeah, goes down. No, I, because I, Yeah. Same, same, different. Um, cool. So that's talking shop for the white Sox. Um, MLB, nothing really else because we had a whole weekend of football. I have no idea Zero what happened four. since Thursday night until today in the MLB. Yeah. No idea. I haven't watched any. I watched like two Sox games. But yeah, it's it's football until the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I was at the Sox game on Sunday and my phone battery died instantly. Yeah, I, I saw was, you. I saw Stature. He was like, How is he doing this right now? Yeah, I was constantly watching on my phone. And then the next thing you know, it's the ninth inning. I have 8% battery power left and uh, my fantasy teams are shooting the shoot. Speaking of Sunday, though, Sunday, Sunday, um, Sunday. A couple quick thoughts on a couple of the games. You guys want to talk about it? Uh, Eagles, Falcons, they beat up on them pretty Eagles good. Eagles was the freest underdog money line bet I've ever seen. And then I they saw were underdogs? Yeah, one plus 155. One I of my saw, best plays. And I saw one guy on Twitter max bet the Falcons, and I was like, thank God. Yeah. People on Twitter love max betting things and then fade. Uh, the Falcons look like the Falcons. That's all I got to <laughs> say about that one. Uh, we talked to uh, Joey about the Steelers and the Bills. I uh, thought that game for some reason was going to go over. No, before the game started, I thought it was going to go over. Wasn't it 0-0 for... Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. I think this was the game that... Uh, it, the best first touchdown game of the week because they didn't score oh, a touchdown yes. to like the second quarter because yeah. like mine were gone and I was like, fuck this. Yeah. But then I saw that. Who scored it? Um, it was... Uh, it wasn't Eric Ebron. It wasn't Schuster. It was Gabriel, was it Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis, oh. who I had in touchdown parlays <laughs> so many times last year and I didn't even think about him. I didn't even think about betting this game, to be totally honest with you. I thought it was going to be yeah. as close as it was. It was so, a good game. That game was unpredictable to me. I thought that. 100%. Yeah. Um, Bengals, Vikings. Predictable. Yeah. 
That game was. I, I'm glad I didn't have to watch any of that. Yeah, the Vikings are going to go 0 and 17. They are so boring, um, dude. <laughs> they looked like a fucking dumpster fire. They Good. had like 15 penalties in the first half. What it did show me is that the Bengals need to learn how to win, though. Um, 49ers Lions, most predictable game of the, of the week, maybe the year. My max Except play of the year was in the cover. second quarter. Yeah, they didn't cover. It doesn't matter. I didn't tell you to tell them to cover. I said take the over, and it was in in the fuck. And I said the 49ers might get it themselves, and they yeah. almost did. Oh. The 49ers oh, yeah. beat their team total in the second quarter. Yeah. That's Holy wild. shit. Yeah. And then uh, I lost it all. Yeah, that's that. And that final score is way closer than the game actually was. Absolutely. Uh, Cardinals, Titans, very unpredictable. I thought that was going to be like the game of the week. For so sure. did I. I thought that was going to be, we thought that was going to be the game of the year. No doubt. To like, like they could have been like in Super Bowl matchup pretty much. I the mean, Titans looked Horrible. The Cardinals showed up in full force, and the Titans showed up in opposite of full force. Well, Vrabel just roasted Julio Jones after that game. Yeah. What did he say? He just said, like, because Julio I didn't watch that one. He's like, it was a stupid penalty, I guess. And Vrabel's like, yeah, that's the type of shit that hurts the team. Wait, what did he say? That's the type of shit that hurts the team. Oh, okay. That's what. What did he say, though? (laughs) <laughs> Seahawks Colts um not not that was very predictable uh, yeah I mean this is Seahawks Colts to a T 28 yeah. to 16 and I don't think I watched one play other than the Tyler Lockett touchdown where he went left and then right and then back left and then back right and touchdown and Russell Wilson looks like Russell Wilson again and yeah. looks awesome yep have fun it'll be eight games like it is every year <laughs> okay Negative Nancy. <laughs> um, Chargers, Washington. I think it was right in the middle of predictable and predictable. I think the Chargers are going to be really good. I got the Chargers at even money. Mm-hmm. So in my eyes, that was predictable. Right. I agree with you. Yeah, that can, we, all, we all knew they were going to win. I think we thought it would be a little more of a high-scoring game. But, yeah. I mean, football team losing Fitzmagic, get better soon. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, Jets, Panthers. I mean... We didn't see this game till the second half, so very predictable. Yep. Um, that was a dumpster fire. Yeah, I have nothing to say. Hey, um, the Panther was pretty cool, though, hopping around the stadium. That, actually, oh, yeah. that CGI that shit, wild. yeah, that was dope. Dope, what a dork I am. Um, <laughs> You're dope, Brady. Texans, Jaguars. Uh, In my eyes, I fucking lost it all on that game because I yeah. bet the Jags. I, I thought mean, the Jags were one of the Very unpredictable. Sure. Predictable to see a 21-year-old quarterback throw three interceptions, yes, but very unpredictable <laughs> to see Tyrod Taylor be fucking awesome. He was slinging it. (laughs) Brandon Cooks. He got stabbed in the heart. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, people forget Justin Herbert's awesome on accident. Wait, did you guys see the statistic? That's the first game ever in a regular season Trevor Lawrence has lost. Yeah, that's wild. Since high school and college combined, that's nuts. That's sick. Good. Fuck him. Um, I'm just kidding. He's on the Jaguars. No, we're over it. Uh, Chiefs, Browns, I would say... Predictable. Uh, the outcome was predictable. The way the game played out, not. No, yeah, that was no. a great game. The from four start quarters, to yeah. But no. also, like, I love rooting for Baker Mayfield. Always will. When they were up, I wanted to live hammer the Chiefs. I hammered the my, Chiefs. My Baker fandom held me from doing so. The Browns I hammered the Chiefs. Showed signs of this last year, taking leads and just giving them up, and then yeah. almost losing to the Steelers, which they should have. Nick Chubb loves to give away a fumble at the most inopportune time. Right. I don't know Dude, what it is. He bothers me, Nick Chubb, for some reason. It's, I think it's his helmet. He looks like a weirdo in that helmet. He will play so well fantasy-wise, yep. and the fumble doesn't matter to whoever owns him, but to the Browns, it matters. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's like... It blows my mind because for three and three quarters of the game... 
he is unstoppable brick wall, best running back, like, like actual runner running yeah. back yeah. in the NFL. And then it's like the, like what Cliff said, the most inopportune time he'll just cough up the ball. Like he'll just drop it. It's yeah. so odd. Makes no sense. Yeah. Dolphins, Patriots, Dolphins by one. Um, I think Mac Jones' stat line was very predictable. 29 for 39, 281 yards and one touchdown. Sounds like the Patriots quarterback since Tom Brady left. So. Yep. Uh, Packers, Saints. <laughs> Just about as unpredictable as it gets. I couldn't wait till we could talk about this. Um, I told you guys last week that the Saints defense is all world, but I didn't think that Aaron Rodgers, 12-year-old himself, was going to show up to the game. Yeah, bro, that is the single worst professional football game I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers play. Dude, he had two points fantasy-wise. I I don't want to say anything because I know what this motherfucker does. Right. Uh, My theory is that the Bucs lost to the Saints last year, week one, so he wanted to do the same thing. But, (laughs) dude, I'm telling you, take the over on his yards, touchdowns, the Packers spread next week because it's going to be so bad. 12 and a half. Good, it should be. (laughs) And take him alternate to have eight-plus touchdowns because that's what he fucking does. He's going to go nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. But if he does it again, we're going to spend the whole podcast talking about him and bashing him because fuck him. Yep. Uh, Broncos, Giants. I mean, everybody told me that the Giants were going to stink. I didn't want to believe him. Saquon didn't look very good. Melvin Daniel Gordon looked Jones like he sucks. fucking is 21 years old again. Yep. Uh, Broncos win big there. Uh, Bears, Rams, we already talked about it. And yep. then Ravens, Raiders. We already talked about it. Yep. Um, so let's move on to week two. Week two, let's do the fellas parlays. Do we want to ro- run over the games real quick? Or yeah. Do we just want to do our... <laughs> Parlays. Up to you guys. Let's do them all. Uh, We're starting off Thursday night. Giants at Washington. Washington minus three and a half over under 41. I like the over. Alternate spread, the football team minus nine. Okay. Holy shit. I think the under on that game for sure. I'm for sure teasing the. I think Washington. I think this is another. Sorry, go ahead. I'm teasing the football team in the under. Well, this is going to be another game, like I said last week, between the Lions and 49ers. I think Washington may go get 41 by themselves. Yep. So that's why I'm taking the over. The Giants have a good defense, though. Uh, They gave up 27 points to the Broncos, who I don't know anybody else on the team other than Melvin Gordon. And, and Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, okay. I, I know that guy. Uh, <laughs> I know some of those words. Saints at Panthers, and the Saints are only minus three, which is a really scary line for me, so I'm going to stay away from this game fully. Yep, that sounds right. Yeah. I mean, Jameis is bound to have a Jameis moment eventually. I'm, yeah, I'm telling you Sunday, I'm going to put $500 on the Saints. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to fall I'm gonna fall right into that trap. <laughs> yep. Uh, Bengals, Bears. Bears minus three. I, I'm sorry, I'm taking, I'm taking the Bengals. I'm line. taking the Bengals in the over. Uh, I can't physically do that, so I'm going to alternate spread the Bears minus nine. <laughs> nice. Okay, I like that. Texans at Browns. Browns minus 12 and a half, I think, is a heavy line. Uh, Browns. Alternate spread minus 19, we know. <laughs> no, but for uh, real, like yeah. the Browns defense is going to fucking eat. Yeah, I think Browns cover that spread. I'm just really scared of football teams that have nothing to lose, and the Texans are one of those teams. Uh, good point. Yeah. Rams right. at Colts. Rams minus four. I like the Rams. Hammering the Rams. Hammer the Rams I on like that, the Colts yeah. there. Uh, Broncos at Jaguars. 
Broncos minus six. I will be taking the Jaguars money line until they win a game. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to follow suit on that one. Uh, Bills at Dolphins. Bills minus three. I think the Dolphins. Dolphins money line. Recency bias. There's James for it. I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, I think I'm going to hammer the Bills. Um, yeah. Patriots at Jets. Patriots minus five and a half. I will not be touching that game. Inner division. The Jets looked as bad as they could last week. Don't think they could do that again. That seems like a really robust spread. I agree. Two rookie quarterbacks. I might go Jets money line on that. I don't Corey hate Davis that. He's going to have eight touchdowns. Uh, Dude, he's going to be low-key nice yep. for fantasy. 49ers at Eagles. I know the number's high, but I'm taking the over <laughs> for I, sure. In I that one. 54? 50. Oh, okay. I would take the over on that. Yeah. Uh, Eagles money line. Yeah, I don't hate that I'm either. Saying, I mean, if, if they're underdogs, I'm going to take their money line every week. 49 defense in the second half, very suspect. Jalen Hurts looked great. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, sure, you can no, say I it's agree. the Falcons, but he did a lot of things like extending plays and then just hitting guys. Like, he looks very legit. He's not, they're not going to be terrible, the Eagles. I'm not saying that, well, that division is so bad. And now with Fitzmagic out, yeah. they can make some noise. Big Jalen Hurts guy over here. Dude, again, NFC East is going to be the NFC East for the rest of eternity. Yep. Uh, Raiders at Steelers. Hammer Raiders minus six? Am I reading no, this right? Steelers minus That's five what I said. Um, I, 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 we talked about it with the Raiders. I don't think they're going to be very good. Yep, me too. Um, and the Steelers but, are coming off fucking upset victory city. Right. I found my max play of the week. Okay. Vikings at Cardinals. The Cardinals are only minus four. That is the max play of the week right there. See you at the bank. Yep. Uh, Falcons at Buccaneers. Buccaneers minus 13. <laughs> I would be very wary of the Bucks spreads this year as I was last year. Yep. Same thing with Tom Brady's whole career. They yep. just, they win football games. I don't like them against the spread. Especially Interdivisional the, again too. Yes. Double digit spread. And the Falcons could not have played any worse week one. Titans at Seahawks. Seahawks minus five and a half. I hate that. I, I don't, don't like want to touch that yeah. because I think the Titans are going to be really good. I I know. It's week Dude, two. That's I know. Scary. That's what I'm talking about with the information that I needed from week one. I got none of it. Yeah. We wow. didn't get any confirmed thoughts. Uh, Dude, Cowboys the- at Chargers. Chargers minus three. Cowboys looked really good week Is one. Is the over under in that like 60 points? 55. I like the under. I love the over. I mean, both of these teams. Well, the Cowboys... I don't think that they'll have problem scoring, but that's going to be their whole MO of the year. They just need to put points on the board because their defense is going to continue to give it up. Yeah, yep. but here's the thing about the Cowboys. Jerry Jones reads the headlines, and that's how he bases his whole football knowledge, and everybody's talking about Zeke, so he's fucking earing into uh, whatever McCarthy's. Like, gives Zeke the ball about 36, 37 times this week. <laughs> um, how many bottles of Johnny Walker has he probably had this week? A lot. Uh, Chiefs at Ravens think it's going to be a Chiefs blow. Out. I think the they're going to kick the, like shit. I think I they're going to kick the crab out of the Ravens. Yeah, the spread's only three and a half. Um, I think I was reading that Patrick Mahomes is 11-0 and O against the spread in the month of September. Just eleven and O winning games. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to make that the spread. Uh, Lions at Packers on Monday Night Football. Why would they do that to the Lions? Alternate. You got to give them their one primetime game of the year. Alternate spread, those fucking cheeseheads to minus whatever you can afford. <laughs> yeah, seriously. 
okay. Call your, call your 40. grandma, call your great aunt that you haven't talked to, call your neighbor and get as much money loaned to you as you possibly can and take the Packers alternate line minus 27. <laughs> But, um, okay, right. so I'm going to put together uh, a little parlay here. Someone else go first. Brez, right. you already got one? I do indeed. All right, Brez's brilliant bets. We got over 44 and a half in the Bears game. Bill's money line. And Rams minus four. Wow. Oh, quick and simple. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. You are the teaser king. Oh, yeah. So what are you tossing in on a teaser? Okay. <laughs> now we're cooking. Brez loves sending that Sunday at like 10. I'm going to tease this. I'm going to tease that. I'm going to tease this. You're teasing me, Brez. Yes. Does like the tease. Uh, I'm teasing the Bengals up to plus nine and the over 37 and a half in the Bears game, including Thursday's game. I am teasing the football team to plus two and a half and under 48. And I am teasing <laughs> so many teams. <laughs> the 49ers to plus three and the over 42.5. Love it. Love it. Mark that it is down. a mega teaser. Yeah, let, you're me, teasing. let me throw this in. Yeah. Let's see what the payout is for a $10 bet. All right, I got mine. All right. Brady's fade me. <laughs> um, Bills minus three. Chiefs minus the points. Um, That's the and then line. the max play of the day will be the end of the parlay, which is the Cardinals minus four. They're playing against the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, you're leaving the Packers out. Yeah, no, that's just for me later on. All right. I'm so for sure about that one that I have to leave it out of the parlay. I got you. All right. So I came up with the first two words for James's. It's James's juicy. Jubilees. Sure. James's juicy jubilees. Love it. There we go. (laughs) Uh, These are all just money line. Five picks. I'm going Raiders at Steelers. Steelers money line. Okay. I'm going going Texans at Browns. Browns money line. Broncos at Jaguars, Jaguars money line. Okay. Uh, Bills at Dolphins, Dolphins money line. Love that. And then to top it all off, this is actually the first game Thursday night. Giants at football. I'm going Giants money line. Wow. Old. So those two that are heavily minus on that money line are getting outweighed. I like that. You have 400, yeah. three underdogs too. There That's we go. Nice. That's the pick. I love that Jaguars pick, dude. I love it. <laughs> you you got to just hammer yeah. the Jaguars. I think they're going to win. I'm Eventually, gonna, they're going to get us a win. They will. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna follow James's uh, Cliff's picks to click. Um, I'm going to do money lines because over-unders scare me. And I, thank you. It is anxiety. Yeah, thank you. Um, but I'm going to start off immediately against you, a football team money line. Okay. And you then, love betting them, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I love the football team betting them. I love the Browns betting them. I love the Eagles betting them. I know. Them. I know. I like it. Yeah, but the Browns money line isn't too enticing, so we're going to stay away from that one. I'm going to do it on my own, but you guys <laughs> don't. I'm not going to advise it. Eagles, obvious money line. Uh, underdogs, that'll get the money boiling. Um, and then I do like the Cardinals money line because the Vikings are terrible at football. And then uh, I really, really want... To put, I'm just going to put the Chiefs in there. They're going to win. I want to do the spreads on some of these, but I'm just not going to. I hear you. It's the NFL. It's betting. The spreads are always there. <laughs> <laughs> that they are. <laughs>
It is football season, but we never forget Bye, about Bye, Let's Go Bulls. Turn it up. And let's go, guys. <laughs> Very nice. Let's go, guys. Jaguars, Jaguars, Jaguars. Bet them until they win. Stay hydrated. Music by Pat Mallers and Charlie Foreman. Feels so good. Peace, love, and happiness. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shotty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody loves. Everybody wanna be like me. I cha cha real smooth. Do 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 do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit break goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music and hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I gotta go ride. I feel fucking awesome. To the wrong tie, can't sink if it's all dry. Land, one day you gotta learn to fly. Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot. Shorty thick like a car bomb. Oh Lord, won't quit till it's all mine. On God, I've been steady trying to get in my way. That's the only way that I get down. Ever since I focused on my mindset, saying nothing to me now. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I gotta go right. Got it.